They developed a bioweapon and they unleashed a bioweapon. They went through all of the processes that you would have to go through to unleash a bioweapon, not a vaccine. Therefore, all of this immunity that they allegedly have under this contract is null and void. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thanks so much for tuning in. That was researcher and big pharma expert, Karen Kingston. She and James Tracy joined me to lay bare the crimes against humanity that Pfizer, Moderna, and the powers that be are guilty of committing. Thanks for tuning in, friends. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Gold prices could surge to $4,000 an ounce in 2023, and Noble Gold Investments has the details. As recession fears persist, Jorg Keener, Chief Investment Officer of Swiss Asia Capital, said that many economies could face a bit of a recession in the first quarter, which would lead to many central banks slowing their pace of interest rate hikes, making gold instantly more attractive. If 2022 taught us anything at all, it's that tangible assets are the only assets you can count on, like gold. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results, so do your own due diligence. Thousands of people have started to make a move towards securing their retirement. Join them by opening a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments. If you get in before the end of this month, you'll get an incredible free quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's fantastic to have you all back and it's wonderful to have back on the line two of my good friends now, Karen Kingston, our esteemed researcher, biotech, big pharma expert, and James Tracy, James the Patriot on Telegram. He's our pro se legal expert. And I wanted to bring these two great minds together because I know Karen Kingston is fit to be tied. We all are. We're sick and tired of the corruption and the crimes against humanity. And we want to bring people to justice those who work at Pfizer, those in charge of this eugenics program. Let me welcome my guests first. Karen, welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for coming back. Uh, guys, Karen also has very interesting information to share on 5G and a company called Cloud Minds. They're the 5G new species cloud robot company. If that doesn't scare you, nothing will. And uh, James Tracy, welcome back, sir. Thank you, sir. Good to be here, as always. Guys, I have some clips to play, one from a Japanese autopsy doctor talking about high temperatures in vaxxed people, and also a clip to play from an elderly woman who got jabbed and reported seeing demonic-like entities and shadow creatures for two days. Do you guys want me to play those clips first, or should we jump into what's really going on here with Pfizer and how we bring these people to justice? Where do you guys want to start? Go ahead with the clips. I'd like to give my two cents on them. I don't care. What do you think? Yeah, you just teed it up. Let's go for it. Here's a brief clip. Dr. Nagao talking about the common feature of the bodies that died after vaccination. I hadn't heard this before, Karen. Perhaps you have, but listen. Dr. Nagao focused on one common feature, the bodies that died after vaccination. Sorry, guys. First concern was the body temps. The corpses were very high when the police performed the autopsy. Alright, those body temps appear to be about one third higher than they should have been. Coming back yeah. to my guests here. Karen, did you heard that? This is a new anomaly. I hadn't heard this before. 
Um, I hadn't heard it and it's, um, you know, there, it actually is in alignment with some of the research I've been doing that I haven't published yet, which is that um, some, it appears the pegylated lipid nanoparticles um, contain um, small amounts of uh, radioactive material. So that would explain the high body count. Good God. All right. Let me play the second clip. This is alarming. And uh, we've been hearing reports of these people, a lot of people reporting this type of thing. And uh, I've never heard it from an elderly woman. She says it was so terrible. It's the first time in her life that she ever thought about suicide. Listen to this. Of course, I went to the hospital. And, and but by this time, I had started being hallucinogenic, I guess, because I I couldn't get out of this um, terrible space that my brain was in that I was in 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 a in a bad uh, nightmare. Um, visually, I just kept seeing bad a bad black smoky thing and snakes and 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 it looks like devilly creatures. They seemed to me very evil. There seemed to be an evil component because these little things that were coming in in my vision were. Um, they look like undersea creatures, but they had a devilish look. And also, in in the mix, there was many, many snakes. And and I got quite disgusted and feeling bad about that. The other thing that was really awful was this, this terrible smell. Now, this wasn't just like a visual image. I felt I was right in this cave or smoky place. The, the smell was so awful, and I was really scared. Uh, I couldn't stop trembling and being scared and um, my daughter uh, I had her on the on the phone because I wasn't feeling well and she said I was stammering and I couldn't seem to speak my my head was just completely in an upset state so after uh, the doctor of course I had to go to the hospital with my broken hip leg and and it was broken right up near the hip there anyway uh, in the hospital, this continued on and on, and and it was a better part of a week. And I was still feeling trembling and scared, and I couldn't really talk, and, and I couldn't see well. But I'm going to pause it there. Um, you know, I listened to that yesterday. I posted it at thephaser.com. I could have sworn she said that went on for two days. I just heard her say it went on for a week. She goes on to explain, and this is a sweet, sweet little old lady, first time in her life, she contemplated suicide, Karen, because she didn't think these horrific demonic visions were going to end. Finally, I guess after about a week, they did. But uh, I wonder if this is tied into these spinning people, these vaxxed death people that spin and see something and then just die. Well, well, we know that the um, the lipid nanoparticles, you know, are they're programmed to cross the blood brain barrier and attack the central nervous system. I mean, we, we, that's why some people go like this, you know, right after the uh, injection as well. So. Yeah, I mean, those, the, the, you know, uh, hallucinations to the per to the person that's experiencing them, they're, they're real. So, you know, um, the, this is, it, it's not a, it's not a conspiracy theory. I mean, I, now I think the number one serious adverse events and adverse events reported for the shots are central nervous CNS um, adverse events. So, um, you know, that that is your brain, that is your function, that's, you know, <laughs> You experience life here, you, you know, that that's where you experience it. So um, this is, um, yeah, it's, it's very, very um, alarming and disturbing and, but it, it's, it, it's not inexplicable. And again, 
you know, we, we know that this, that this technology targets, again, the central nervous system. So. All right. One more screen share. I don't know if you guys saw this. Karen, do you think this is real or not? This is a short clip, but if it's real, I mean, God help these people. Now, that could just be a parasite. It might be legitimate. It might not be related to the vaccine, but uh, the title of the video suggests that it's Hydra vulgaris swimming in the eye of an 11 year old person who was vaxxed. I saw that. I just don't know what it is or if it's real or, you know. Right. But you know what are real? You know what is real? I'm sorry, James, go ahead. The re what is real is the crimes against humanity here that Pfizer is responsible for and Moderna. Go ahead, James. Yeah, I had seen that clip before, but uh, <clears throat> I was under uh, the clip that I saw said that that uh, poor 11 year old boy had actually recently died. So this was post mortem. They were seeing this. Oh, my God. Now, that's again, I it's on the Internet. You know, they can't put anything on the Internet that isn't true. So take it for what it's worth. <laughs> but again, that's that's the information that I had that I that I saw. So who knows? Well, let's talk about justice. How do we bring these people to justice? Because these are clear cut crimes against humanity. And I personally had no contract with these people. I guess if you take the vaccine, you accept the offer. But if you don't have informed consent, James, how can you enter into the contract? Oh, go ahead, Karen. Yeah, I just want to back it up a little bit on that because it's not this. It's a bioweapon. By definition, that is what these shots are. You know, what is a bioweapon? It is something that um, doesn't prevent any kind of infection or disease. We know that from the FDA filings, the FDA approval for Pfizer on August 23rd, 2021, missing information, vaccine effectiveness. It's right there on page 23. I think it's page 23. So it's not effective to do anything. What's the other criteria for a bioweapon? It wasn't done on a bona fide research. The FDA admitted over the weekend through um, Epic Times saying that they skipped a lot of their standard safety and efficacy regulations. So they confessed that, that they committed a crime. Yeah. And you read the documents, as you go through the documents, it says things like the sponsor instructed the FDA not to disclose the serious adverse events for the 12 to 15 year olds. The sponsor said, we don't know if these 409 people who were hospitalized were hospitalized because of our shots or the or the in um in you know or a virus don't include them so it shows that it wasn't bona fide research by definition and then no other peaceful purpose that's the other so that's that's a bioweapon so if people are dying or becoming disabled diseased and killed from these shots that's not peaceful so by definition it's a bioweapon so as a bioweapon and i think james will agree with this like First of all, it is the most, it is unleashing a bioweapon on a civilian population is, is the most horrific crime you can commit. It doesn't, it goes against the universal code for military justice. It goes against all of the codes uh, for uh, humanity, you know, that have been passed since World War II to um, not subject humans to bioweapons and unnecessary experimentation or children and whatnot. So it violates all those laws. It is um, in the state of Florida, it is a second degree felony. It's the same thing as drinking and drive manslaughter from drinking and driving. So, so this isn't about cons informed consent anymore. We're no longer part of this circus because yeah. you cannot contract to commit a crime and you can't say, Oh, oops, I didn't know it was a bioweapon. I thought it was a vaccine. Pfizer can't say that. It's like saying, oops, I didn't know I had too much to drink before I killed that person when I was driving, not our fault. If someone didn't know this was a bioweapon, right? Oops, I didn't know the gun was loaded. I thought it was a Nerf gun. It doesn't matter. 
I'm sorry to do that rant, but James, does that make sense what I'm saying? No, like it absolutely makes hundred percent sense. So, you know, <clears throat> I think where, where, where we need to take a step back is realize that these companies are hiding behind statutorily statutory provisions that were passed by corrupt members of Congress. So there's in what what you're what Karen's explaining here is there's there's two things okay you have the higher law the natural law God's law whatever you want to call it that is what our founders set this country up and, and we're based as the natural law they enumerated those laws in the Constitution these just because they're enumerated there does not mean that that if it's not written there it doesn't exist that's not how it works mm -hmm. God's law is the common law it's common freaking sense people like I know that I shouldn't go out and hurt my neighbor. That's my, my, my parents taught me that. And it's, it's just, it's inherent human nature. I mean, to, to want to willing to, to want to have the, the, I don't know, the willingness the desire to go out and hurt your fellow men and women. I mean, that's, that's not something that you're inherently born with. That's something that you, that you develop over time. You're indoctrinated with that. Yeah. Um, and what, what you're, what you're talking about here, Karen, this, this is no different than ethnic cleansing. I mean, yeah. look, look what happened in Croatia. Look what happened in Bosnia. Look what happened in World War II. Look what happened in any one of those those African countries that, that were ethnically cleansing members of either a, a particular religious group or the, because of the based on the color of their skin or any of those things. How is this any different? The only difference is, is this was unleashed on humanity as a whole. Yeah, and I think, too, is like what you're saying, the Constitution, like the 14th Amendment, right? No man or woman shall be deprived of life, liberty, or um property property sorry they get life liberty or property without due process of law that's exactly. that's the 14th so pfizer can't go oh no i can kill you because i've got a memo and the memo says you can't come after me the, and, and and the reason why though i want to be clear about the reason why is because they were contracted to develop an a, a, a vaccine that may be effective but was supposed to be safe under fda regulations this whole concept that it was this medical countermeasure and the FDA approval process, everything they did was a psyop. I'm sorry, that's that is the it's dumb. It's just a dumb thing to say, right? You can't you can't contract to do you can't con you can't contract to do a psyop to then do clinical trials with forty thousand people, get the FDA approval, manufacture it, introduce new drug codes, put up the website, produce the product, and then go, ha ha! It was all a psyop like that's how anyone thinks that that is even remotely a reasonable hypothesis is really beyond me. So they were contracted under per FDA regulations to develop a vaccine. Yes, they could have found out that, you know, later on that wasn't safe or effective. They developed a bioweapon and they unleashed a bioweapon. They went through all of the processes that you would have to go through to unleash a bioweapon, not a vaccine. Therefore, all of this immunity that they allegedly have under this contract is null and void because they the, the contract wasn't to develop a bioweapon mm -hmm. right i mean that's and i think i think that's what people don't understand right i mean you you can't contract with someone to i don't know you can't you, you have a contract to get a massage and then they murder you and you go well it was to do a massage it's not my fault you, you know it, it doesn't work that way no yeah. No, that's not a that's not a valid contract. I mean, you can't. Thank for example, you. I can't enter into a contract with you, Karen, where I say, "Okay, Karen, I will pay you fifteen thousand dollars a month if you will guarantee to me that you're going to go rob ten banks a month." Right? Yeah. I can't do that. 
That's yeah, that's and, not a valid contract. <laughs> yeah, and and if the contract was oh, I'm going to pay you fifteen thousand dollars a month to drive around in a car, you know, and it says you're you're not gonna you're not gonna rob a bank, but then you and I have secret meetings where you go, it's actually mm -hmm. to rob banks. It's still not a valid contract. Still not a valid contract. You can't hide behind that. So yeah. the point that Karen's trying to make, Sean, and and this is where you know uh, um, this has been my mission over the last well, it's going on two and a half years now, um, is, is educating people that the common law, God's law, natural law, that is the highest, that's it, okay? There's nothing above that. It's at the top. And all of these statutory laws, which the easiest way to think of this is like this, right? Let's pretend for a moment that the federal government is a, a licensed corporation. Let's just choose McDonald's. And this is nothing against McDonald's, so please, disclosure, <laughs> nothing against you, McDonald's. Just want to let you know that. So this is McDonald's, right? McDonald's has every authority to make policies and procedures for how they want to conduct their business. It's no different. The federal government, when they pass statutory laws, laws that are not in harmony with the enumerated powers in the Constitution, those are policies and procedures. So if, if they passed a statute that says, well, hey, we're going to hold these pharma companies harmless of any wrong that they may have well that's a policy or procedure that still doesn't trump the supreme law so if i come into court and i bring into a common law claim a common law cause of action for example trespass upon my property my body unlawful trespass or anything like that that trumps that statute they have no immunity now if i was to try and bring a claim according to that statute they could claim immunity and the court could say, no, the statute says they have immunity. You have no claim. That's not how it works under the common law system. See, and this is where people are getting confused is the common law is still here. It's here, people. The yeah. courts are ruling in favor of the common law. But you got to read between the lines. You got to know the differences between the two. Let's and look at another, Oh, go ahead. Well, I think part of it too is where people are getting caught up in is though they're calling this bioweapon a vaccine and it's, it's, not. it's, it's not a vaccine. And even if it is the new definition of the vaccine, again, the FDA approval says what's missing, vaccine effectiveness. So by default, any biological agent that is not proven to prevent infection or disease and was not done under bona fide research is a bioweapon. And, sh and so, so, Sean, at that point, there's no, there's, the shields are completely, they're shattered. They're right, absolutely nothing. shattered. And the fact that, yep. and, and I'm actually very good at contract law. I, I, I'm very good at it. And I, I've read the contracts and, I, and, and everything in the contract, well, they go, well, it says here, that Pfizer's not the manufacturer. Yeah, but when you look at the FDA approval, page two, they list out five Pfizer manufacturing facilities. That just nullified that part. So they yeah. and they and they're manufacturing a bioweapon. You have to ask, Sean, you have to ask, why is no highly credible expert doctor calling this a bioweapon? Great well, question. it's a great question. And I heard something the other day, you know, I uh, interview so many people and I watch so much content. I don't remember where I heard this, but evidently here, let me do a screen share. You want to talk about contracts. Here's one with the U.S. Department of Defense and Pfizer for $3.5 billion. The word I heard used the other day is they were contracted to create a prototype. Well, what's a prototype? It's something that may or may not work. Wait, I got to stop you there. I read this contract. It's 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 for I it's for a hundred million doses. I know exactly what it is. Five hundred million. Five hundred million. Oh, sorry, five hundred million doses. Okay, the prototype is is cannot be unleashed on the American people until after 
it has gone through the FDA regulatory process. The, the person that analyzed this document, which I analyzed a year and a half ago, by the way, okay, didn't read the second half of that paragraph. And I, I mean, I, I feel like I should pull it up on my slides or the second half of that sentence. Um, here, I've got a whole presentation called OWS contracts. So it's real quick too. Well, but the prototype is contingent on FDA. Here we go. I can even let me. You want to do a screen share? Hold on, I'll let you do that. Yeah. And real quick, Aaron, while you're while you're looking that up, I just want to let everybody know if there's any ambiguity or vagueness in the contract, the courts interpret it against whoever wrote that contract. You know oh. what's you know what's great um, is that it's the, the contracts really aren't they they're they're very specific, but they they bite they um they bite themselves in the butt yeah. basically because yeah. they can't because they they one paragraph will um, basically nullify out another paragraph. I don't know how to do the. Let me go to Zoom, and then I click here, and then can you guys see my screen? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. So, so Sean, I know, I know Sasha Latipovia's brought this information forward. I brought this information forward again. I, I did a whole interview with Stu in January last year, but um, I, I've had this since this these documents since um, the end of uh, 2021, um, or sorry, mid yeah, mid mid 2021. So this is the contract. This is the, this is what they're talking about. So it's it's um, fill to finish provision, uh, state of the art candidate vaccine, right? A prototype. Developed in collaboration with BioNTech, capable of providing protection against SARS-CoV-2 threat and related coronaviruses. So that, that's what they were contracted to do, subject to technical, clinical, and regulatory success. So, so this it, the contract states that it, it is subject to, um, to go through that process. And then it also says, if you read the law, the actual laws, they say that the countermeasure cannot be, you know, cannot be available for more than six months unless you know unless you actually start going through the initial new drug application process and it clearly states i, I got to pull up the law that you do not misconstrue a medical countermeasure right as being you know that it, it that if you start the initial new drug application process you do not that's a separate legal authority so it doesn't have the same uh, protection as a medical countermeasure and so it says here in the contract the sponsor is actively pursuing fda approval for the medical countermeasure um relative to the FDA's prioritization. It says right here, the EUA is not a long-term alternative to obtaining FDA approval, licensure, or clearance for a medical countermeasure, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and it also states in the law that, so the, the patients that were in those trials, they, their Pfizer's not shielded from them. It's a separate process. Uh, it says right here, uh, what is it here? Um, submission of an initial new drug application, or investigational drug device is not required for potential EUA products, although FDA anticipates that many unapproved products for which an EUA is crushed will already be under through mechanism, sorry. Uh, human data under an, an initial new drug, uh, drug application may help to support an FDA conclusion. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so when they submitted the phase three data, that data wasn't, it wasn't an EUA trial. It was, an, it was a different trial that's subject to the law, the Food and Drug Consumer Protection Act. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, why did they use the term countermeasure? I mean, because it's a military operation, this so entire the military thing? countermeasure is the emergency use. Now, here, I want to also say, like, the FDA did have authority and does have authority to act independent of the military right here in the contract. The government will have no right to withhold payment in respect of any delivered dose unless the FDA has withdrawn approval or authorization of the vaccine. Here, it says here, 
EUA activities are not a substitute for sponsors to develop the product toward approval, including submission when appropriate implementation of proposals of clinical trials. Uh, I mean, I just, I don't, this is, yeah. this is the issue initially a drug application, right? Study sponsor, it says, you know, here are the thing, this is why the contracts, it says the study sponsor is BioNTech and everyone's like, haha, see, it's not Pfizer. Yeah, but the study was conducted by Pfizer. The Pfizer's got their logo on it and Pfizer ran the trials and submitted the data. So it doesn't matter. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's why the contracts are so, are so ridiculous too. So let me stop my screen sharing. This <laughs> concept that, the, that the, the, the FDA trial is protected under EUA law is, no. it's asinine. No, that's, and that's, that's the point we're trying to make. I mean, you still have <clears throat> any one of you that is still being threatened by any employer that you have to go out and get this. You're, you can go after them under the EUA if you want to. Um, you're like, hey, I have a right to refuse this. I mean, that's, that's one of my um, statutory rights that Congress granted me, but I have a natural right and who are you to tell me what my natural rights are? Here's what people don't understand. You can go in into court and you can argue you have a natural right against putting anything in your body that you believe will harm you. If you have a deeply held belief that by injecting me with that or by making me eat or drink something, I believe I will be hurt by that. Who is the court and who is anyone to tell you otherwise? They can't. Because what people don't know and understand, and I believe Karen's on the right road here, is Look, gosh, people, read the gosh dang Declaration of Independence. Yeah. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among those is the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's, yeah. that's not all-inclusive. Among those. So there are other rights that we hold. Read the Ninth Amendment. Read the Tenth Amendment. You guys, the, the founders were geniuses in their days. They really were. And we're we're I mean, we're reliving history. What we're going through right now, the tyranny we're under right now by our own government and by other localized governments is ten times worse than what the founders experienced. Ten times. Hundred times. Hundred yeah. times. I mean, you I mean, pick, you, I mean, we're sub we're we're subject to taxation that is three thousand percent more than what they ever were, right. in all levels. Yeah. I mean, there's any number of things. I mean, we we were talking about before we went live about. Uh, this new bill in Congress about the, to abolish the IRS, which, you know, God bless them. It'll never pass, but God it's bless an idea them. whose time has come. I mean, nobody, yeah. nobody thinks the IRS is legitimate at this point. Any no. more than people believe, I guess, sheeple people do believe the FDA is legitimate and the CDC. Yeah. But anybody who can think, people like Karen Kingston, you and me, we know all of those organizations have been weaponized. These agencies yep. have been weaponized against we the people. And meanwhile, Young people keep dropping dead in the mainstream. Mm -hmm. Ignores it. 20 year old Colorado college tennis player dies in his sleep. Every single day we see more and more and more of these. And Albert Bourla walks free. So getting back to the brass tacks here, how do we get justice, James? Karen, how do we indict and arrest these people? Where are the indictments? So, um, Karen, let me jump in real quick. And I want to hear your take on this. Um, you need to go back and read your state constitution. And I'm not talking about you, Sean. I'm talking about just your listeners. Read your state's constitution. Every single state that, that was admitted to the union has one. And generally, the way they're laid out is there will be a preamble, and then the very next article is a declaration of rights. Here where I live in Utah, 
The very first Article 1 says all political power is inherent in the people. We, the people, have all the power. So that what does that tell you? What that tells you is that we, the people, have the power to convene our own grand jury if we want to. Yeah. We, the people, can investigate these ourselves. We, the people, can issue an indictment for the arrest of these people. And if we take that indictment to a judge and that judge doesn't do his or her job and issues a warrant forthwith like the law compels them and commands them to do, well, guess who just got added to that indictment? We'll just keep on going. Just keep adding them to the list, adding them to the list. These are the things that we, the people, can do. I mean, we've been doing it wrong for so many years because we've been belie- we've been indoctrinated when we were kids in school that, oh, we, we have these people that do that stuff. We have prosecutors and their job is to prosecute crime. You know, you can't come after, you can't um, charge anybody criminally. Bullcrap. I'm, I'm, I'm waving my BS flag. It's, you can't see it. It's, it's invisible. I'm waving my BS flag because Antonin Scalia, the, the great justice that he was, in one of his uh, uh, opinions before he passed away was he said that the the grand jury is 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 really one of those rights that is held by the people that is that is that is rarely known or used but that is a right that we the people retain and that's the beauty of the grand jury system it's being abused today it's being abused to prosecute good men and women who are just trying to stand up for their god-given rights and instead where we, the people, should be like, okay, um, let's get some like-minded individuals together. Let's convene in secret. Let's review the the evidence and let's issue an indictment. And let's take that indictment and take it to your local sheriff. And hey, I got a warrant here. You need to go arrest this individual. We're, we're bringing them to trial. How about that's what, how this changes? How about what we are seeing in Florida with DeSantis, Karen? I know that uh, they're not using the term bioweapon, so. Maybe they're not going to deliver on the promise to the extent we'd like, but uh, are your spirits buoyed by what you're seeing down there in Florida in the uh, impaneling of a grand jury, et cetera, to investigate these crimes? No, because they're not, it's, it's because I think the third claim um, is for uh, false and misleading claims, which is completely, it's not, not only is that legal under the emergency use authorization, it's legal under the uh, childhood protection uh, vaccine act. Right. So you, you can't, People are calling this thing a vaccine. That's the problem. Yeah, and and, and then so you know, you're saying, well, why aren't we taking action? Well, be, be, because our leaders are are not. Are, it's called extrinsic fraud, right? So by calling a bioweapon a vaccine, you're providing, um, you're not disclosing material evidence. That's very important in a case. It's like, it'd be like it'd be like a drunk driving case. You never disclose that the person was drunk, right? That that's so. This is a bioweapon. So that that. So you're not able to, that's why people aren't taking action. And then this whole concept that you're saying like, well, the contract was for a prototype and a prototype is, now they're saying that the prototype's not even a vaccine and that this was all done by the US military and the DOD and no one ever took possession of it. You know, even even though people did take possession of it and injected others. So the, you know, the whole, we're, we're being, we're, we're, we're being brought into this very um, performance and circus that is making people either not take action or take action in a futile method, in a futile way, because they're 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 not understanding facts and evidence and law. So mm-hmm. you know, again, calling this a bioweapon is not hyperbolic. It, it it by definition, it is the only thing that it actually meets is a bioweapon because it was not done under 
um, bona fide research and it, it and it doesn't prevent anything so that's such an important yeah. thing so that's what so it, and and if under that law sean if um or you know under that definition which is what it is what should happen in florida what should happen in florida is the attorney general should go and, and seize every single shot that's available in the state of florida right now and take it into and take it into possession yeah 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 I mean, do you, and I think what's happened is because we were, let me explain what's going on too. We're being trained on not just what to think, but how to think. So when COVID-19 first happened, we weren't allowed to say anything. We weren't allowed to say this thing isn't very deadly. Obviously it came from a lab or something, whatever it is. Wearing the two masks is dumb. We knew ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. And so we were silenced and, and, and really emotionally and mentally abused. Uh, via social media, uh, and then also in our communities, you know, with the, the mask wearing and the, all that stuff. So we were abused into having free thought and honestly free, like we, we couldn't, we couldn't take our masks off when we went outside. We couldn't, you know, our churches, our, our kids were pulled out of school and we were told, if you say that this is insane, you're a bad person, you're evil. So then what happens? All of a sudden we have, you know, great Dr. Robert Malone comes forward and he said a lot of good things, a lot of good things that no one was able to say before. And we thought, okay, this is great. This is great. Um, he's a great guy because he's saying things we could never say before. But then when it comes to saying the FDA approval happened, he won't say that the FDA approval happened. When it comes to saying this is a bioweapon, he won't say that, right? And so what we're, now what we're, say, what we're seeing is that, okay, people on our side what they say is is what the good thing is and now you know if we and, and if if someone criticizes them and go no that's insane well now we're the bad people we're the same bad people that we that 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 how we were being treated do you understand but now we've got a new now we've got a new culture a new group that's come up and said oh people that call it a bioweapon are nuts you know mm -hmm. uh and, and and just be happy desantis is doing what he's doing that you should well, be happy that's enough Right. You should be happy. You don't have to wear your mask anymore. <laughs> yeah, those will be coming back, too. I mean, oh, geez. Geez. Sean, let's talk about this. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's no, not I, enough. I do. It's Here's not enough. Thing. This is a bioweapon and we should be screaming it from the rooftops. And what, every, what else mother, every mother should be going, I, you know, come hell or high water. You are not putting that shot in my child, whether my child is a newborn baby or 24 year old uh, NFL player. Can I tell you guys what's shocking to me at this point? All of the conversations we've had about this bioweapon and all of the people that are calling it a bioweapon, and there's people I've had on this show that have called it that, Dr. Lee Leet, Attorney Todd Callender, Attorney yeah. Tom Renz, uh, James Tracy, Karen Kingston, mm -hmm. you, and many others I've had on, Dr. Jane Ruby. Here's what is shocking to me. Despite a 40% or more rise in all-cause mortality. People are dropping dead like flies all over the world. We're told it's due to climate change. We know it's actually the bioweapon. What's shocking is when I drive around during the day and listen to sports radio in my area, I still get booster advertisements from Pfizer BioNTech. Learn yeah. more. Get your booster today. If it's been two months or longer, go get your booster. Get your updated shot. Brought to you by Pfizer BioNTech. Learn more mm -hmm. at vaccines.gov. That's yep. what's shocking. No, but, 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 but Sean, what you just said, so all those people that have come on and called it um, a bioweapon, I think that's great. But this is where this is where they're making a mistake. I believe they've been misled. 
The contract with the DOD was to develop a vaccine. I don't want to hear these silly stories about how it's a prototype that wasn't supposed to have, that didn't have any FDA regulation. That's not true. Read the whole contract. The contract goes four times in one paragraph. It says Pfizer is going to be interacting with the FDA to, to, you know, through either using the authorization or approval processes, right? They were contracted to develop a, a vaccine. They developed and unleashed a bioweapon on the civilian population. Gloves are off. There's no immunity. That's the problem is people are getting caught up in this legalese lawfare. You're like, no, you were contracted to develop a vaccine. You developed a bioweapon. There's no, you, 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 you instructed the FDA to sidestep their, you know, it says in the FDA documents, the sponsor told us not to do this. And then if an attorney goes, well, it says on this document that BioNTech's the sponsor, I don't care what the document says. Pfizer, per the law, who asked for the EUA? It was Pfizer that did. And then Pfizer says, we have the EUA, but BioNTech has the FDA approval. Like it, it, does, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, and the thing is, but then they're also saying, but oh, it was only BioNTech that asked for the EUA. So they have spun themselves into so many circles to try to cover for Pfizer. You can't even keep up with it anymore. Yeah. You just have to say you were contracted to make a vaccine. You made a bioweapon. There's no, there's nothing. And, and, and we have victims. Yeah. So, and, and the person that did that is Amit Patel at Pfizer. His name's on all the documents. Yep. He absolutely needs to be brought up on, uh, on charges. Absolutely. Criminal charges need to be filed against him. I mean, here's the problem, Sean, is I know, <clears throat> I know dozens, if not hundreds of people that have filed criminal complaints, but those criminal complaints are, are just ending up in the garbage can. This is why I'm saying we, the people where we hold all the power, we need to take that. Okay. So if, if I'm following the channel that you're telling me to follow, and you're telling me I don't have a I don't have a claim. Who are you to say that I wasn't I'm not a victim? I mean, you guys are happy to prosecute everyday men and women where there is no victim involved anywhere. Yeah. Where's the victim? Oh, well, the statute is this and it prescribes this crime. Guess what that is? That's a bill of attainder. It's unconstitutional. Look at it. Can't do it. But they do it all the time. And go, oh, Sean, we could spend another show just on that part alone. But the fact that I'm the point I'm trying to make is, OK, so if you, Mr. Prosecutor or you, Mr. District Attorney or you, Mr. Attorney General, if you're not going to do the job that we elected you to do. Well, number one, you're derelict in duty. Number two, um, I will go ahead and step in because guess what? The right dictates that we, the people, have this power. You can uh, you can exercise no power that isn't delegated to you, period. You cannot do it. Okay, I don't care if you say I'm, I'm the governor, I'm the lieutenant governor. I don't care what fancy title, even if you're an attorney with an esquire. I don't care who you are. You can exercise absolutely zero power that is not delegated to you by we the people. James, why are so, all of these criminal complaints being thrown out? Why? It's because, again, it's it's part of the problem. It's part of the, the, the system. And, you know, listen, and I've told Todd this, um, he knows, uh, Todd Callender, I've never talked with Tom Wren, so I can't tell him, but <clears throat> I have been, I have my own podcast, I have my own broadcast that I show, it's the Justice Revolution on, on YouTube and on Apple Podcasts, but you'll hear me say this time and time again, the Bar Association is the most evil organization on this planet. They have taken our beautiful justice system and turned it upside down on its head. So they require that everyone 
who is a prosecutor, who is, an, who is a, a district attorney, who is a state attorney general, they're all required to carry a bar card. That bar card isn't issued by the state that they're in. Has nothing to do with the state. Has everything to do with the American Bar Association. And by the way, BAR stands for British Accreditation Registrar, something like that. British Accreditation Registrar. What in the crap do the Brits have to do with our legal system? That's Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Government so this is the point I'm trying to make is you're asking, why are all those criminal complaints not, why, they, why aren't they doing anything? I mean, these, are, these criminal complaints are signed under the penalty of perjury. People are swearing they're willing to go to jail if what they're saying is not true. I mean, that's that's a lot of skin in the game. So why aren't they doing anything about it? Because their higher ups are saying, eh, no, we're protecting our own. Yeah. Let me show you guys. So they're all in on it. So John, do you want actually I, I can show you guys how like the some of some legal stuff. I actually pulled pulled it up now to show you the laws and yeah. some friends, just a real quick break and a word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments wants to let you know that gold was the best investment class for twenty twenty two. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results, so do your own due diligence. According to longtermtrends.net, gold actually outperformed the S&P, the Dow, and Bitcoin in 2022. So what are you waiting for? Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month and receive a free one-quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Yeah, yeah please do. Let me show you guys this first, though, because these clowns, they're never going to stop. They will never stop until we bring them to justice. Moderna CEO Stefan Bonsell announces new mRNA shot for heart failure patients to help grow back new blood vessels. So they've created an entire market for more dangerous, deadly bioweapon-like products. And they're not going to stop, Karen. They will never, ever stop until they're arrested and brought to justice. Oh, yeah. So Pfizer's, especially you guys know, Q3 or Q4 2019, Pfizer sales were under $2 billion for that quarter. It's like 1.8. Uh, a year later, it was 20, you know, it was 10 billion. And a year later, it's 22 billion. So they're going to probably do 100 billion. I think they're doing their uh, press conference on um, the 31st for the investors. Uh, and they at JP Morgan, which is just a couple of weeks ago, they did a presentation on non-COVID revenues because basically it's 70, 80 percent of the revenues is all COVID based. Right. Uh, they did 41 billion or 42 billion from the mRNA shots in 2021. Uh, and then they did another 20 some odd billion with Paxlovid and other products. Uh, so Pfizer was dead. It was a dead company without COVID. Uh, and now all this mRNA. So yeah, they have no, they've created a market. This is what I've been saying. People are like, they're shaking in their boots. They're not. I bought some of these reports or $5,000 for these freaking reports. And th this is a multi-trillion dollar, the lipid nanoparticle mRNA market has, is a multi-trillion dollar market that's been forecasted out for 10 years. These are bioweapons. Yeah. And, and the pharma, medical device, biotech comp biotechnology companies won't exist if we, if we take them down. That's why no one's going after Pfizer. Who has 63% market share for COVID-19 shots? Pfizer and BioNTech do. They have 63% of the global market. This was just released in their, I follow them, obviously, their, their, their investor information. So that's why, that's why people aren't going after them. We have to go after them because this, they created a multi-trillion dollar market and they don't want anyone to go after They don't want anyone to touch it. And guess what? Catherine Austin Fitz is right about this type of capitalism. It's disaster capitalism. And the people that invest in Pfizer and Moderna and hold shares in those companies, well, they are responsible for these deaths 
via the bioweapon. No, right? they're not responsible. Don't say But that. they're taking part. They should not be they owners they of this company. They should I, I sell those shares. People are going to say Karen's deep state. No, I say, I'm the, first of all, I'm the only person that keeps saying go after Pfizer directly. And everyone else keeps doing these circus shows to explain why Pfizer still has immunity, right? I mean, it was all, first it's only BioNTech, then it was never manufactured, then it was manufactured, but then the product actually came from Europe. I mean, I've heard so many ridiculous stories. I'm, I'm done with it. And now, and now the whole FDA approval was a PSYOP. But, you know, uh, the, if the investors knew, this is why people don't want to go after Pfizer, Sean, because I was an interim CMO for a publicly traded company. If there is a criminal lawsuit brought against Pfizer, that has to be exposed to the investors. Yep. And if the investors knew what was going on, the whole house of cards would crumble. Yeah. Can they I um... No, I know the, the whales know. Right. Right. But, but Berla knows the board knows Gorski and, and um, Joaquin Duato at J&J, they know. But the everyday investor doesn't know. So, you know, I, I just don't want to start making enemies of people who aren't our enemies. They're they're as ignorant as many of us are. Yeah. Can I can I share something real quick that adds yeah. some context to what Karen's saying, Sean? Yeah. So I want to share this. Uh, this is a Supreme Court case, Hale versus Hankel. Um, you'll notice it has a red card here. It's it's been given negative treatment um, about some other stuff in this case. So basically. They're saying newer cases that have come out have overruled this. However, the piece that I want to share here is still true today. Basically, the gist of this case was um, there was an individual who worked as a corporation who refused to divulge information. And the courts was stating, well, hey, um, <clears throat> you as an individual, you have that right to do so. But the corporation doesn't. So I just want to read a couple of quick things here to, to add context to this, because this goes right to the heart of what Karen is saying that Pfizer as a corporation does not have that immunity. So the justice in this case who was issuing the, the opinion of the court uh, states right here that the individual um, may stand upon his constitutional rights as a citizen. He is entitled to carry on his private business in his own way. His power to contract is unlimited. He owes no duty to the state or to his neighbors to divulge his business or to open his doors to an investigation so far as it may tend to criminate him. Again, that's that's our that's our Fifth Amendment right that this that this justice is talking about. He owes no duty to such state since he receives nothing therefrom beyond the protection of his life and property. His rights are such as existed by the law of the land long antecedent to the organization of the state and can only be taken from him by due process of law and in accordance with the Constitution. Among his rights are refusal to incriminate himself and the immunity of himself and his property from arrest or seizure, except under a warrant of the law. He owes nothing to the public so long as it does not trespass upon their rights. Isn't this what we were just talking about? Right. So here's here's the, uh, the flip side of that. On the other hand, the corporation, and you can just change this word right here and put, just put Pfizer. On the other hand, Pfizer is a creature of the state. It is presumed to be incorporated for the benefit of the public. It receives certain special privileges and franchises and holds them subject to the laws of the state and the limitations of its charter. Its powers are limited by law. It can make no contract not authorized by its charter. Its rights to act as a corporation are only preserved to it so long as it obeys the laws of its creation. There is a reserved right in the legislature to investigate its contracts and find out whether it has exceeded its powers. 
It would be a strange anomaly to hold that a state, having chartered a corporation to make use of certain franchises, could not, in the exercise of its sovereignty, inquire how these franchises had been employed and whether they had been abused and demand the production of the corporate books and papers for that purpose. Boring. No, I'm just kidding. So, so what's interesting, though, is what you brought up there, too, is that um, so there are counties now that are sending back the COVID-19 money because there's that, that part of that clause you kind of talked about, about um, like they're, they're, they have no obligation. They're not being provided to by the state. So the public health emergency, the PHE was declared and all these counties were given millions and millions of dollars and tens of, you know, sometimes tens of millions of dollars. Right. And so because the public health emergency was declared, you accepted the funds. You are some many counties and states entered into a contract with the federal government saying in exchange for this money, we're suspending the Constitution. And now counties are waking up and they're saying, go pound sand, take your money back. Yeah. and We're coming after you. Yeah. So good, good for those counties, but they're few yeah. and far between. No, I mean, but, we're, but we just need one. I need one Gettysburg and, yeah. every, you know, and everything will follow. But that I, I thought that was good. What you, I mean, very interesting what you, you shared. And it's important that, for people to understand that, that case. Yeah. By the way, that case was decided in 1906. Yeah. This is back in 1906 when you had a justice of the Supreme Court saying, hey, individuals, they owe nothing to the state. They have no duty to the state. So you and me and, and Sean, we the state can go pound sand as far as they're concerned. This is well, the problem that we have, well, right? Well, I mean, well, what do we do is like, if we get pulled over on the road, what's the first thing we do? We start answering questions. You people are idiots. You don't have to answer any question. But if a cop comes up to you and says, do you know why I pulled you over? Your answer should be this. I don't answer questions. Wow. Well, can I have your license? I don't answer questions. <laughs> but, but what's he doing? He's building a case against you. But that's part of the reason why they're doing the digital currency, right, too, because they're, mm -hmm. we, we act independent. But then if the government just starts putting money into our bank accounts and they yep. go, wait, no, you're obligated to us now. You, you they know, can easily put, take it away. They can also I mean, easily take it away. But so there is it's just one step thing. after another. Right. You know, they they require us all to get a driver's license. You don't need full disclosure. You don't need a license to drive. I mean, you have to know how to operate the, your car, but you don't need a license to drive. The state, there's another Supreme Court case that says the state cannot charge a license for a for you to exercise a right. Can't do it. So why are they licensing? Because they want to be able to track everything. They're trying to take the next step to the digital driver's license, the digital ID. Yeah. Is the guys, mark my words. What what are we seeing right now? We're seeing a push from this ridiculous phony administration to ban gas stoves. Give me a freaking break. Yeah. Okay? World Economic Forum influence. That's all. It's clubs. all of it. United because Nations. How do we how do we assert control over the people? Well, we can't make people do what we want them to do unless we control every aspect of their life. Yeah. Let's make everyone drive an electric car because we can shut that car off from wherever we want. Let's make everyone um, have a digital bank currency because then we can we can shut off their access to their money anytime we want. Hey, do you know that buried in this new omnibus bill? is a mandate that all new cars have a chip yep. that can yep. shut the car off. So the yep. centralized planners can shut your car off at their will. Hey, yep. they I are, know, oh, they go already ahead. have that, Sean, in, in California. So I have expired tags because I have an old Jeep and they wanted to put this. Um, I They said I, I can't get my tags because I have an old, an old Jeep. It's 2011 or whatever. And they wanted to put this thing that 
that links to Starlink. I'm not kidding. It links to Starlink and that's the only way I can get my tags. Mm -hmm. And I was like, they're like, well, it's going to let you know if there's something wrong with your engine. It's like, no, it's a kill switch for my engine and yep. I won't let them put it on it. Yeah. You got to get out of California or you people yeah, need to take your uh, state back. I know there's a move toward that. I could show that news item in a second. Uh, I think there's a, a new California convention taking place today. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you about cloud mines. You had some information about cloud mines and 5G. I wasn't even aware of this spooky company, but uh, here's yeah. the robots of our future, friends. This is what's coming. Yeah, so if you look down, yeah, scroll down, look at their portfolio. So they're based out of China. They they were declared to be a threat to national security. Look at that thing. That's 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 sprays, sprays microorganisms up in the left hand corner. That's <laughs> ginger. Micro, yeah, microorganisms. Um, but some of these, they look like some of the new Amazon kind of in the house kind of. It's going to be like the new. Keep scrolling down. Some of the new um, technologies that are coming forward. Check out. There's something here that says Herix. Yeah, I want to read some of these. So again, it's a Chinese-based company. They do have operations. Scroll up a little bit. Um, Herix right there is efficient and secure cloud-based intelligence services for robots and smart devices through artificial intelligence enhanced by human intelligence. Mm -hmm. This is to launch a robot species where we serve the robots. It's the craziest thing. And so they're considered a threat to national security because their end um, operation use is for military purposes for the People's Liberation Army. Yet, and if you go into, and I don't have it with me, I'm sorry, I didn't pull it up. Um, if you go into their 2019 SEC filing, they specifically say that the 5G telecommunication network, 5G telecommunication network uh, is required uh, in order for the their 5G robot species to operate, to exchange data for functionality, you know, to actually increase speed so they don't have decrease. So it cannot succeed without the 5G technology that's in the 2019 SEC filings. And it all, they also state, CloudMinds also states that they're going to launch their technologies um, in, in America, in, in the United States of America. Uh, and um, I believe they said, I think it was, I think it was South Korea, uh, because those were the places that were having the, um, the, the, the fastest uptake of, of 5G towers throughout, throughout their countries and regions. It's a brave new world. That's what's coming. I don't know how we stop this stuff. I mean, we wake up well, the me, masses, I guess. But go ahead. How do we let stop? Me show it? You, let, me, let me share my screen. So this is this is where you can start. So, you know, again, we are being trained kind of like how to think and what to think. Let me know if you guys can see it. Can you see it? Yes. Um, and part of it is um, we're also being told you need to know more information, more information. So we're getting information overload. So it, it gets to the point of paralysis. And I apologize to people because I've been unfortunately, you know, I have been participating in that. I, I, I'm an analyst and I, and I have to recognize that probably much of the information I shared maybe wasn't beneficial. Right. Um, you know, I, and I need to be more strategic in what I share and, and, and don't share so that people can move forward. So people want to understand the EUA law. And I, and I think you should early on, I, I brought this up back in May of 2021. So people could understand that what happened wasn't a standard FDA approval process. They could understand what the authorization process was. So this is a document your viewers can can look up. You can Google it. I think you can see it's a 2017. And this was put together also by Scott Gottlieb, the former FDA commissioner and current board member of Pfizer. Um, so what is a biological weapon? It's anything that is not used um, for prophylactic. So preventing infection or protection against infection or disease 
um, bona fide research or other peaceful purpose. This is 18 USC 175. So any biological agent, I didn't, this isn't my editing, this is what it says, any bi biological agent, toxin, or delivery system for other than prophylactic, protective, bona fide research or other peaceful purpose. So you guys see how this is a bioweapon? Yeah, Title 18, for those who are unaware, those are that's a, the criminal code, the federal criminal code. Yeah, this is, I'm talking about crimes. I'm not talking yeah. about, uh, I'm not talking about suing someone. I'm talking about, yeah, um, yep. jail time. Okay, so how do we know this wasn't bona fide research? This is just one of about 100 examples. Uh, on October 22nd, 2020, industry, including Pfizer, met with the FDA, and they said, here are all the things that are going to happen from our mRNA shots, okay? Uh, encephalitis, um, you know, swelling of the brain, swelling of the um, spinal cord, stroke, narcolepsy, um, heart attacks, uh, myocarditis, pericarditis, death, you're going to die, thrombocytopenia, you're gonna, your blood cells are going to blow up, um, Kawasaki syndrome, that's the multi-system inflammatory syndrome in, in children, it's the same thing, vaccine-enhanced disease. Okay, so they met and they said, these are all the things that are going to happen. This isn't, and again, this is for their, this is also not just for the medical countermeasure, but this was also for their phase one, two, and three trials, which are not regulated under EUA law. Well, um, I forgot what law this is. It's, um, it's under section 564, but what, what you cannot do, you can't hold a trial. This is just for phase one under initial new drug application. If you're going to put human subjects to an unreasonable or significant risk of illness or injury right there. They should have never even accepted the initial new drug application. So none of this was done under bona fide research. The other thing too is like, um, this doesn't prevent disease or infection or anything. In the FDA approval, they even state, Pfizer says, the mechanism of action to protect against SARS-CoV-2 is unknown. They're like, we don't know how this thing works. <laughs> right. And they said, and the missing information, it was vaccine effectiveness. Now this is from the initial new drug application, reasons to withdraw. This is not a reason to withdraw ever. This is why the, the, the IND was all, you know, this was not bona fide research. So you can choose to, you, to withdraw because you refused further follow-up, you were lost to follow-up, you requested it, the investigator requested it, or you called in dead. <laughs> yeah, I didn't wake up this morning. I died, so I'm out. Yeah. Oh, the study, the, the, the sponsor ended the study, or I'm sorry, I can't, yeah, I can't participate anymore. I'm dead. So these are just some examples of how this wasn't bona fide research. And, I, and on September 17th of 2021, the FDA and Pfizer put out a document saying that if you get two shots, your chance of COVID-19 increases over time. So they said it actually causes the disease. So under Florida state law, um, this section 790.166, they don't use the term bioweapon, they use the term weapon of mass destruction. Uh, and it's any device or object so that so these are lipid nanoparticles so this is what's actually this is why it's so important to not call this a vaccine not only is it not a vaccine it's actually not even a biologic it's by bi it's part biology part technology those lipid nanoparticles are uh ai electronic devices um and so anyway it is uh, any device or object that is designed or intended to cause death or serious bodily or injury or harm okay so you're like, well, Karen, this wasn't intended to cause death or serious bodily injury or harm. Really? Did you did you see this list? Right. They knew this. They knew this. This is what it was intended to do. These are not adverse events. These are intended consequences. So again, I'm I'm very good at law and analyzing data. The, this this is such a open and shut case. I am baffled how other people have not figured this one out. So um, anyway, 
severe emotional mental harm to any human through the release, dissemination, impact, um, or their precursors, and also any biological agent, toxin, vector, or delivery system. Um, so the biological uh, agent, again, so it doesn't matter if you call this a device or whatever, the, the, you know, a biological agent, it fits both because it's both biology and technology. And it is anything that's capable of causing death, disease, or biological malfunction in a human mm -hmm. or an animal plant. So, um, and here's the thing. So the other thing they say, hoax of weapon of mass destruction. So, you know, if people are like, well, Pfizer's protect protected because the whole FDA approval process and everything was actually a PSYOP. Okay, well, no, you, you can't do that. You, you can't. So like, like, like that's another that's, thing you can bring. Yeah. You, you yeah. can't say, well, because it's a hoax, they're protected. Like, again, I, that's the most moronic thing. I don't, I, I can't go there. So anyway, it meets the definition of a bioweapon for, for the state of Florida. And you have to prove that there was injury. So, so who would we go after? Again, I talk about Amit Patel. So it is a person without lawful authority who manufactures, possesses, sells, delivers, sends, mails, displays, uses, threatens to use, attempts to use, or conspires to use, or makes readily available, accessible to others, a weapon of mass destruction, commits a felony of the first degree punishable by imprisonment, or a person um, who does this, the um, does that, and it results in, uh, I believe it results in, person who without lawful sales did a hoax, commits a felony of the second degree punishable. Okay, so this is a secondary, this is equivalent to, um, uh, like drunk driving. So any person who without lawful authority manufactures, possesses, sells, delivers, mail, sends, displays, uses, threatens to use, attempts to use, or conspires to use, or who makes readily accessible to others, uh, oh, a hoax of mass destruction commits a felony of the second degree punishable as provided in this. So again, if you want to say, fine, you want to say the whole thing was a hoax, it does, I don't care. I don't, I don't care how you want to spin this. I'm done with the spin. So you, the, these are charges that you can send out an arrest warrant for these people. Can I, can we go back to that slide real quick, uh, Karen? Here's, here's what I want people to know and understand. Right. So do you, you see, you see this, these, these laws here, this is under the Florida state, uh, Florida statutes, where it, it says punishable by an imprisonment for a term of years, not, not exceeding life or as provided. Now, you remember earlier, I said that bills of attainder are unconstitutional. The only way that those bills are un are unconstitutional is if they're applied to an everyday man or woman. But where you're talking Amit Patel, who's in his position as the CEO of Pfizer. No, he, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's the head of regulatory for the vaccines. Sorry. Okay, sorry. excuse me. I, I I apologize. I can't remember all these names. You're throwing them out there like five hundred. No, 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 no. That's no. It's so. good. I just want to be clear that he's. <laughs> I want I want people to know who it is because it, it he his name is on all the documents. But okay, on. so yeah. the the point I'm trying to make is when the Florida legislature passed this law. This law was to govern the uh, actions of anyone who is in the public eye, who is in public. So if, if, if you are, and this is where people need to understand, you, you actually wear two hats. When you, when you go to work, you wear two hats. You have your hat as the everyday man or woman, and you have your hat as whatever you're working as, whether it's a, a salesperson or a, a CEO of a company or the CFO or whatever. Okay, this law here is absolutely applicable to anyone in the public. That's the point I'm trying to make. But what's been happening is they've been applying this to everybody. So I don't want to I don't want to get off on a tangent from what Karen is saying. This is absolutely applicable, and it's applicable to everyone who's trying to hide behind that whole immunity clause. No, that's not how it works. Because you're right. It's like 
all right, so wait a minute, you're telling me you develop something that A, doesn't prevent transmission of the disease, it doesn't prevent um, anyone from getting the disease, then what else could it be? By definition, it is nothing else but a bioweapon. Thank you. That, that's my point, is that by default, you can't define it as a vaccine or any kind of pharmaceutical thing. It has to be defined as the bioweapon. Yep. And so, and then, so to say that this was all a hoax, well, then that's just more information that this was a contract for a bioweapon. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and, and don't even get us started on the fact that, you know, these people where, where I, I know we were talking a little bit before we began about 5G, you know, so if these are, if these lipid nanoparticles, these mRNA particles are, are technology based, what do you think that 5G radiation is going to do? I mean, yeah. we haven't even begun to scratch the surface. This is my this is my major concern. We're we're already seeing people drop dead or have major cardiac arrest, like with uh, Damar Hamlin, right, the the football player in in Buffalo. You know, they wanted to sweep that under the rug, but it it got out. His personal trainer said they admi administered to him on on the weekend before his third booster. Yeah, it did get out. No, these these are absolutely bioweapons. So. And here, I just want to show people the documents. So Amit Patel, his he's his name is on a number of the documents, but this is one of them, the FDA approval, right? So, and again, it states down here, they give the national trial numbers, right? Um, but this was the approval for it and for the bioweapon. And, and, I, and I want to be clear. So I don't care if they're like, well, this is a secret operation with the military. We, we have to go against the people who are in the public eye. We can't, mm -hmm. you know, good, you're not gonna sue the military or arrest the military, but um, the military can't contract with a private organization to unleash a bioweapon on the civilian population. They all took an oath, right? To obviously to um, defend the constitution of the United States against all enemies. Part of that also is in regulations with the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Well, the, it is against the, the Uniform Code of Military Justice to unleash a bioweapon on a civilian population. Civilian casualty is not um, intentional, willful civilian casualty is, is, is the greatest crime you can commit under the Universal Code of Military Justice. It's, it's, it's basic, I mean, it's just right up there with treason. Um, so if it goes against the principle of humanity, so it go, so the universal code of military justice, part of it is the law of armed conflict. And this is, again, this is a bioweapon. So the principle of humanity, um, is you can't go against the universal declaration for human rights. This is stuff that you, you have, uh, also said James and convention of the prevention and punishment of crime and genocide, uh, convention against torture and other cruel, inhumane and degrading treatment. Uh, International Convent Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, the Convention of the Rights of the Child. I'm sure the Geneva Convention's in here. There's dozens of global laws, you know, and obviously we have our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. Uh, here are some yeah. of the other laws that it goes against. But I wanted to, oh, where is it? Oh, this is it. This is, I don't have it. I thought, I wanted to show the, um, there was part of this in here that talks about, oh, here it is. This is another another good section. Um, Michael Meyer is from Georgetown University. He's an attorney that works with the U.S. military for decades, um, and he talks about the law of war and the uniform, uniform code of military justice in this in this uh, article or book. And this you you cannot. This, yeah, it goes against the Geneva Convention. Um, willful killing of protected persons, so civilians, or willfully causing serious injury to uh, the body of a protected person or a civilian. This is the this is the greatest breach of this is a grave breach of the law of war and the Geneva Convention. 
So you, that's why it's so important to call this a bioweapon. Does, and, and, I, and, I, and I would encourage your viewers to anyone else that they follow and listen to and respect to respectfully demand them to call it a bioweapon. Yeah, and you absolutely can bring again, like like what Karen is talking about. I mean, we the people, we have the right. We have the right to convene our own grand jury. We have the right to issue an, a criminal indictment, right? I mean, the 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 burden of proof is much higher in criminal prosecutions, right? It's no longer a preponderance of evidence; it is beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what how 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 much how much more do you need? Every single one of those documents Karen just shared. I mean, it's it's. To me, it is. This is beyond a reasonable doubt. There's yeah. no way this is a vaccine. There's no way this does anything other than harm people. I have seen no good come from any of this. I mean, I, I, my wife and I were, we, we, we you know, we're, we're perplexed. You know, our family. We always thought our family was pretty well grounded. We're the only ones in our family who didn't run out and get this thing. It, it boggles my mind. I have seen more division among people, close relationships over this ridiculous thing than I have ever in my entire life. It's like, you, you know, God gave you a brain. Why don't you use it? Right. Yeah. Use it. Never were these words more applicable than where we find ourselves today with a out-of-control criminal federal government and weaponized agencies of government, the FBI, mm-hmm. the IRS, the FDA, when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. That's us. We're yep. the them. And we're living under absolute despotism now as people rot in gulags in D.C. because of January 6th and Albert Bourla and all these other folks walk free. It is their right. It is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. And I would say liberty. The other thing I wanted to show you guys is this. I mentioned it just a minute ago. History in the making. The state of New California holds its 10th constitutional convention we got to throw off these chains of tyranny, James, mm-hmm. Karen. Yeah. That's what the point of this conversation is. And uh, I guess it's my job as the person who invited you guys on to have this little conversation here. It's my job to kind of wrap it up. Um, is there anything, any final words either of you want to deliver for the audience here? Um, I'll just, I'll make a quick uh, note on that new California. There's, there's precedent. Um, I was just there actually. I was in West Virginia yesterday. I was there on a business trip. Uh, West Virginia was created in uh, 1861 upon a petition of le- to uh, to the Congress. The people of West Virginia, they didn't want to be involved with what Virginia was doing and seceding from the Union. So they petitioned Congress, say, we want to create our own state. Uh, we want to be our own free state away from this because we don't believe in the madness that is going on with, uh, with, with Virginia. And Congress uh, granted it in 1861 under President Lincoln. So that's the precedent that the state of New California is going for. Um, and, and I mean, I don't know where, what part of California you're in, Karen, but I mean, the majority of people that I know from California are fed up and sick and tired of the madness. They're done. They're just done with it. So they're like, well, what other option do we have? We can either leave and go to another state or this is our home. We want to take back our home. So this is what we're going to do. We, the people, have the right. You're absolutely right. They have the right to alter, reform or abolish that government and create one that does make sense by and for and of the people. Yeah, Governor Newsom just passed five unconstitutional laws like on January 2nd, so it's... No, he's that, that's, uh, again, he has no constitutional authority to do that whatsoever. He is not a law passer, he is a law enforcer. So yeah. if he's if he's writing out edicts and things of that nature, you can just go ahead and tear that up and throw it away. 
yeah. means nothing to you. But you're right. I digress. Um, so, Sean, I would just say to people, this is it's it's time to actually start taking action and not get so wrapped up information. I apologize. I am obviously a, an analyst. I, I I get I do. I that's my thing is data and information. Uh, but call this thing a bio up and, and don't get wrapped up in this circus. We don't need more explanations of psyops and wars and and technology and I, again i can i can go down a rabbit hole that'll make a stephen king novel look like a, a fairy tale you know a child's fairy tale story um but what you just call this a bioweapon and so it's just it's no different if someone showed up with a gun you know you don't there's we have to have a sense of urgency so if this is a bioweapon go and go to 13 reasons to have eternal attorney generals uh, seize the bioweapons that's on my karen kingston.substack there's a 13 reasons for attorney generals um, Karen Keys not Substack, and I walk through some of these laws. But it, you call it a bioweapon. You have a victim, and you say, "I want these people arrested for you know for for injecting the the, the bioweapon." And you put together the documents. I will. I'm going to continue to do that. I'm actually doing it for a bunch of counties in Florida. Um, but but start start understanding what this is. It is not a vaccine. It, it is a bioweapon. It can only cause disease, disabilities, and death. Evidence mm -hmm. of that is that October 22nd meeting where they list out two dozen of serious diseases, including death. So, um, you know, the documentation is all there. Uh, this can only poison, harm, kill, injure, uh, and cause disease. So we need to have a sense of urgency and we need to start saying, you know, people are gonna need to be held accountable. You know, especially if you have a local pediatric office or, or pharmacy offices where there have been multiple children who were seriously injured from these shots, um, those people should be arrested. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm like, how, how did you not stop giving out the shot? Yeah. You know, I, I can tell you some people that are actually taking action. You know, they're using um, notices of liability. Uh, I, I know of one gentleman who um, was trying to walk into a hospital to go to, go to attend to his, his grandmother, and they tried to muzzle him with a mask. And he's like, this is not happening. You guys cannot do this to me. And he's like, I want your, he, so he actually called the police, got them all in there. And he said, all right, here's the deal. Here's my notice of liability. You continue to do this to me. You will be sued. This is my notice of intent to sue. So rather than go down that road, no, not only did they let him in, they also sent him a check for $20,000. Wow. They said, we're sorry. We'll leave you alone. We, you know, and there's one substack I wrote too. I think, and I wrote it to my son, the San Diego Unified School District, because they were going to mandate the vaccines for the, the San Diego schools. They did actually, except for my son's school. And I said, like, you don't have immunity. The EUA doesn't give you immunity. And I walk, and it's a very well written e email. You can find my substack; it's free. And the whole point is, what, what maybe we do? We start sending letters to all of our local pediatricians and doctors, saying this is a bioweapon. This is what it's shown to do. And I'm sending this so that you don't have plausible deniability. If you put yep. one more shot in someone's arm, we're going to arrest you with attempted, you know, um, battery assault or manslaughter with a bioweapon. Yeah, yeah that, that's the hardest. I like hardest that. Thing to prove, the hardest thing to prove in a criminal prosecution is intent. But if you do just what Karen said, if you said, all right, this is, you're on notice, you continue to do this, we will prosecute you. Now they have no defense, none whatsoever. I love doing interviews. Now I have an assi another assignment to do. Write the letter, right? <laughs> is that it, Sean, write a letter for they can't have plausible deniability for all the doctors and nurses and pharmacists. Yes, I love that idea. Let's take away their plausible deniability. You know, because yeah. they're all hiding behind what? PrEP Act, CARES Act. They're hiding behind it. They think they have immunity. And then they play dumb. Because I think if you're a doctor at this point in human history and you don't know any of the stuff we just talked about, 
then you shouldn't be a doctor. You're an idiot. Yeah. You're in the wrong profession. No, they're lying. This is the thing. So there's a there's a head of like pediatric cardiology or infectious disease at Radies Children's Hospital. And he got up. There were 18 children in the hospital that weekend with myocarditis. And I'm sure it was from the shots. This is like a year and a half ago. And he got up and he said, oh, well, you know, when you consider that that uh, the 220, you know, 220,000 children in this age range, you know, this is a lower incidence than the risk for hospitalization. Well, there, there, there aren't 220,000. He lied. There weren't even that many children in that age range that he that could have been inoculated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- he was blatantly like the lie was so bad that like he was making up the number of children that even exist in the county. Yeah. So they know what they're doing. Some of these guys. Yeah. It's really no, evil. it's beyond the pale. No, that's the word. It's evil. It is really pure evil. And uh, I just wanted to have this little roundtable discussion to see if we could come to any hard and fast conclusions or tactics so that we can bring these people to justice. And I like what you just came up with, though. Karen, let's remove their plausible deniability. So let's work on that letter. We'll get it out to the audience and people can distribute these things to their own, quote unquote, care providers. You know, because I was just in one of these clinics. James, I told you about my little clinic experience where they tried to muzzle me and I got into it with these women. And I said, I'm going to personally sue you. This is I'm not doing this theater anymore. And they didn't care. They don't care. These uh, healthcare people are just brainwashed. And they said all day long with these face muzzles on, it doesn't seem to bother them a bit. It's insane. Well, they will care when they're served with that lawsuit where they where they are personally liable because they are. Right. right. You have you have a right. One of your rights that people don't know is the Seventh Amendment guarantees your right to to sue someone in a suit of common law and and trying to trespass upon your property without due process of law that violates that 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 right. So you have a right to sue them. So you also have a right to sue them if they shot you up with a bioweapon and call it a safe and effective vaccine. Exactly. Well, yeah. that's right. You know, I we got to wrap this up. But uh, okay. I just I did want to just say since Damar Hamlin's name was mentioned, I had it on my things to do list just to ask Karen for her opinion on how quickly they circled the wagons on that whole thing. I mean, that evening of his collapse, he had two cardiac arrests, according to his uncle, one on the field, one when he got to the hospital. They had to save him twice. He died twice. And immediately that night, he had these clowns calling it Commodio Cordis. How would they know that without having access to his medical records or well, no, but it designs the laws of physics, right? I mean, that yes, you, the, the 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 speed an object would have to hit the, the the area of the sternum at a specific angle to cause it. Like, and I I'm not a doctor, an expert, like, but um, but like that. I mean, I was like, this this wasn't again, you know, crouching tiger, hidden dragon technique. This was a that was a standard. It was a stand. No, it was a standard tackle. Right. I, I grew up watching football. I played. My nose oh, has been broken too. many times from one of my three older brothers. Right. So th- the tackle was even like a textbook standard safety tackle because they changed. I think it was in 2012. They changed the laws on how you could do the tackles because they were worried about the head concussions. Right. Yes. So, yeah, the whole thing was crazy. I think the whole well, thing was just it, it, it's the spin that actually the, that book I showed you, the law of warfare. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should. We also have to come back on. There's a whole section on how to control the media, what to do if someone is injured, a civilian casualty, how you should give them a payment, and then how you have to then tell them what to say to the media or to remove them from the media. It's in that book that wow. I just showed. You know, to your real quick, Sean, to to your point, Karen. I mean, the body responds to trauma immediately. 
right? So let me ask you this. When, when one of your older brothers broke your nose, did, did they hit you in the face and then two or three minutes later, your nose broke? It was so, immediate, so the right? first time it happened, <laughs> the first time it happened, I woke up in bed. Yeah. <laughs> so I, like, I mean, I just went down and I, mean, I don't remember. I just was in bed. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah you don't, but you, you were, don't... you were like that. The yeah, body yeah. responds to traumatic injury instantly. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, there is no way on this green earth that Damar makes that hit, stands right back up and then falls over if the result of the of what they're telling you was a result of the hit. Right. And my they, point he is, makes that hit. He's so not you want to hear my you want to hear my conspiracy theory? I wonder if it was even a heart problem issue because he fell over the same way um all those newscasters and that comedian stuff that he yeah, just fell right over back. as if it was a CNS. Like as if there was a stroke, like something happened in his central nervous system. His whole body just went out. It yeah. didn't, again, I'm not a doctor. I mean, I, I've seen people have, fortunately, I've, unfortunately, I've seen people have heart attacks before. It didn't, that's not what they looked like to, to me when I watched it. It was, that looked like whatever those CNS things are. Yeah, like, I've, I've seen, I've, I've actually personally witnessed, because I'm a, I've been a, a basketball referee for a number of years. And prior to all of this, there was a, there was a young man who had, who had a cardiac arrest on the court. And, and when he did, he went like this yeah. and then he knelt down and then went, he didn't just fall straight over. Right. Yeah. My, like he, he grabbed yeah. his heart and he had this look on his face, like help something's wrong. Then he started to sit down and then eventually he laid down. No, but my father, my, the first time my father had a heart attack, that's what it looked like. He was coaching football, um, not football, softball, baseball. I'm saying baseball. For, yeah. So yeah, I agree. Like that, it did. It, it looked more like Sean. You know when the you know when those comedians and those newscasters they oh, fell yeah. over. That's what it looked like. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And uh, yeah. you know, it's just it's amazing how they circled the wagons. There was really a total media blackout on any possibility that it could be a vaccine injury. Nope. Despite ninety three percent of NFL players having taken the vax because they were essentially forced to. Remember when they tried to make Aaron Rodgers look like the boogeyman? I mean, the worst team player in the history of the sport because he didn't want to take the bioweapon. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. shall the word vaccine be mentioned by the NFL, except for when they want to mandate it. Yeah. You know, Nothing to see here, folks. Move along. Do yeah. you know who Chris Sky is? He's from yes. Canada. Yep. Yeah. So he found he's been talking to the people from the Travis Scott concert and he found oh. out that they were paid to 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 say that it was the um, suffocation. Oh, really? Yeah. The, so, the, so he found he talked to some families and they were they were paid to 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 say all everyone there got the shots everyone got pfizer and moderna and and they were paid to say no they died from you know the the crowding and asphyxiation but um yeah those yeah it's really interesting and again that's part of um a civilian casualty technique to to cover up so um i i pfizer and moderna are paying these people off to change their stories yeah yeah, I wondered that immediately, too, with uh, DeMar and his family, what was going on behind the scenes. But uh, that's a story for another day. I mean, a miraculous recovery, if we're to believe what we've been told, is that he's in total recovery and was released already from the hospital. I mean, I, thank God if it's true. You know, I know Stu Peters and others have questions about whether or not that's true, but it appears to be true. So to your point, maybe he didn't have two cardiac arrests. I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows, Who knows? what happened, yeah. But it's just All like right. that nurse who who fell over the first one I got the shot, and yeah. apparently she's alive and well. We, no one's just ever heard from her again. Well, yeah, there's some debate about whether or not she's alive and well. Yeah. 
All right, guys. We'll have to wrap this up. I'm terrible at wrapping this one up. I love you guys. 90 minutes long here. KarenKingston.substack. Is that the best place? That's the best place. Look up 13 reasons to have your attorney general seize the bioweapons. And I will get that letter up and I will call it plausible deniability. So we'll get that up in the next, I'll get that up in the next couple of days. All right. God love you. And uh, James, James, the Patriot on Telegram. And uh, what's the deal on this podcast? I didn't know about that. Yeah, I started doing something about oh, about two two and a half months ago, where I'm just I'm I'm educating people on you know the the real law, what it is, the process. You know, if you're dragged into one of these kangaroo courts, as I call them, these these traffic courts or wherever else you might be involved with, how you deal with these these monkeys because they're going to trample all over your rights. I mean, it's just there's just no way around it. So, um, so I started a, a, a broadcast initially. Um, so I have videos on YouTube for, for the time being until that changes. What's the name uh, of the channel? It's uh, the Justice Revolution. Okay. Is the name of the channel. So I am now on every single podcast platform, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Um, I'm also over on Clout Hub. So you, you can find us. Um, I usually do a weekly broadcast. Generally on Fridays, I do a live a live stream broadcast and then post the video up there. But uh yeah, I do everything. Just, just I go over it all. I go over, you know, what your rights are, how how you can defend yourself, what to do when you're being dragged into one of these unconstitutional uh, courts because they they'll make you believe that you're waiving your rights. You have a right to this. You have a right to this, and you're waiving that right. I'm sorry. Um, our rights are unalienable. They can never be waived. They can never. They, they can't be taken away from you. Right. You, you can lose your hand. You can lose your arm, but you can never lose your rights. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, so important. We've all been brainwashed. I mean, we've been brainwashed yeah. to drum the uh, spirit of liberty right out of ourselves by this criminal yep. system. But there is a great awakening as we uh, tie this thing together here at the end. The good news is, friends, the great awakening is 100% real. I mean, not everybody's waking up, but by my experience, people are waking up in droves. You guys agree? I think the great no, awakening right. is very much real. Yeah, the, this is this is the great awakening. It really is. More and more people are waking up. I mean, they're seeing the they're seeing the ridiculousness on the mainstream media and going, uh, this does, this, this doesn't pass the smell test. Yeah, Nothing adds up. All right. All right. I'll wrap it up here. Karen, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Bye James. Thanks so much, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, friends. Thanks for tuning in for real news every day, guys, for free. Visit us directly at sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda and mockingbird mainstream media lies. God bless you and your family. Bye-bye. We're up against a pretty powerful group of corrupt individuals. You, you, once you realize that, what's the worst thing they can do? They can kill you. Well, they're going to kill you anyway with their policies. They want to reduce population. And when you talk about Klaus Schwab, that's what you're talking about. A satanic commitment to population reduction. For what purpose? To make life easier for the super wealthy.